Wow, great. So apparently <laughs> I, you know, I can't let Jeff introduce me because other people do their own thing. And so I need to do my own thing. Otherwise, I'm not as good as them. And that's fine. That's fine. Because it's goblin time. And goblin time needs no prep and it needs no intelligence. And that's why they brought me in. Because I'm the head idiot now. And it's great. And uh, yeah, we're going to play some goblin quest. It is nonsense. It's a lot of fun. I'm surrounded by beautiful people. Who will murder themselves? And I will take great joy in it. Uh, basically, this game is going to take place in the city of Unity. There was some great cataclysm that happened in the long, long ago. Something about interplanar travel maybe happened like two or three years ago. You're goblins. That's ancient history. That's generations ago. In Goblin Quest, if a goblin has been alive for two months or so, they're elders, right? So now... They're just small little city-states around, like, the weird, you know, universal goo of what's left over of your planet. And there's this huge ziggurat temple in the center of your city-state called the Spire. And you kind of have the haves and the have-nots. The more central to the city you are, the better things are. And the further out you get, the less great it is. Not shockingly, the goblins live on the outer edges of Unity. This is both good and bad because you kind of live it would be the equivalent of a beach to the astral sea. And there can be like interplanal travel, but it's incredibly unsafe. And also like they're trying to lock down on that. You kind of have what, what are the equivalent of portal PD that are trying to you know keep people from doing unsanctioned traveling on interplanar things. But, uh, you know, you're goblins. You're good at improvising. You're good at adapting. You you do a lot with a little. Um but is it is it really enough? You guys happen to each represent a family of the the organized goblin mafia, the copper gobbers, as it were, for these docks. And there was just a big meeting. Everybody got all riled up. The big boss gobber, he got you talking about we need to get big. We need to do something nifty. We need to make a name for ourselves. We need to make an impression. Everybody just came out of the meeting room. Yeah, we got this. Everybody's high-fiving all of you. You're all the main families. Nobody took notes. Nobody really paid attention to what was really going on. Now all of your families are kind of standing outside. And the question is, what wait, what was our mission? So, because this that's the way this game works, is I have to ask you, like, what you know that the big boss gob wanted you to do something going towards the center of the city. It was some sort of big thing that was gonna make a you need to make a splash. You need to do something big. And you remember being really hyped up for it. But wait. And he's he knows none of you listened. That's just the way goblins work. You you don't really make plans. You get vague ideas and you launch yourself in a direction. And uh, yeah. So. Big event, right? Right? Isn't that what I said? Ah, uh, I think we're supposed to cut the spire in half, right? It's too tall, I think he said. So we have to make no, it shorter. No. We have to it's cut a, it in half. Stealing something. We're definitely stealing something. Right, we're stealing the bottom half, right? Oh. We cut it in half, and we mm. steal the bottom half. Mm. Mm. You always want to cut everything in half. It's just what you do. Right, so that- why, why would he have brought me... To a, to a meeting if it didn't involve chopping something in half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
no, 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 no. We got to do steal. It doesn't matter about chopping. We just steal it. Steal the whole thing. Steal it you all. Can take, you can you can take the steal unit. We're on a show. We're going to put on a show. That's what we're going to do. We're at, attention, right? Right. We're supposed to spectacle. Big spectacle. Big okay. attention. So uh, as the these heads of these goblin families are arguing, it's probably a good time to let everybody kind of introduce themselves. In this game, you don't play a single character. You you basically have five goblins at your disposal. You're probably going to lose at least half, if not all, of your goblins because they're squishy little bastards, and it's great. Um, obviously, we're not going to let Jeff go first. We're going to have Kipser go. Uh, tell us about your clan. What what makes them tick? Uh, my clan is clan B B B B B. Maybe some more Bs. Uh, we are maybe a B B B B B B B B. We are boom battle bots, baby, baby. Maybe a few more babies. Yes. Or cog, crap, crate, cooler, and coolant at your service. And nice. uh, yes, the welding goggles are necessary. Okay. So they're big on welding goggles. What's their, what's their like specialty? Ah, we enjoy building big mechs. And then we can crush all the stupid tall folks with our big mechs by being bigger than them. And and we're going to have our mech backpack, which can transform. And uh, we call it Kill All. And uh, we can carry it around on a backpack. All right. You heard it here, folks. Boom BattleBots, baby. They like big bots and they cannot lie. <laughs> yeah, Wonderful. <pretty> much. <laughs> all right, Joe. Who do we have? Who Who's your family? Who's your little goblin connection yeah uh i'm piloting the burble clan they're all about uh alchemy and brewing and Mm -hmm. mixing things together that shouldn't be uh sometimes for explosive effect and other times for consumption you know just whatever it is uh and they're made up of uh are we doing like the names of the goblins as well in this? You can oh. if you want, or you can just introduce the names as they come up. Basically, you play one goblin at a time. Once one goblin okay. dies, the next one hops in. Okay. So you can say who you, uh, who's your first who's your uh, first one? First guy I'm gonna play as a singe. Uh, and then they're all uh their special item that they share between them is their pet mutated frog named uh Scrooge who just kind of cleans up all their spell components and alchemy stuff and burps and drools all sorts of really chaotic uh, properties and things out. So that is gross and I love it. And thank you for that. Cause I need more giant mutated frogs in my life. Yeah. You know what else I need in my life? Uh, some spice. So let's, let's go to Melissa. Let's make sure we make Jeff go last. So, Melissa, please tell us about your amazing gang of goblins there. Hello, we are the Spice Gobs, uh, starting off with Baby, and then we've got Ginger and Posh and Scary and Sporty. So we, are, our expertise is sonic-based magic. So mm-hmm. we can uh, sing a little lullaby in your ear and suddenly you go to sleep. We can go up to a, a lock that needs picking and just... Uh, just hum together and suddenly all the little uh, things mm-hmm. go into place where they need to go. So anything that relies on sound, we can do with on magic. That's amazing. I'm... Oh, God. That's great. <laughs> all right. And then last but not least, or least, I don't know, Jeff. 
Uh, me? It's my turn? Okay. Uh, I'm representing the Chop family. Uh, we have several representatives here tonight. We have got, uh, I'm Lamb. Uh, then there's my brother Pork. Uh, my, uh, my other brother Slap. Uh, his sister Suey. And the little guy, uh, Chop. Uh, Chop Chop, we call him. Uh, and, uh, and our specialty is, uh, chopping things. Specifically in half. Uh, cause we feel that everything is too big. And if we could go, how about, uh, chopping it in half, well then there'll be more for everybody. And, uh, that's really it. Uh, Except for one thing, we don't like chopping our hair. So all of us have very long, luxurious hair. Some of us have curly hair, like me. Others, uh, it's more wiry and greasy, uh, like pork. Uh, but you'll see. You'll see how it goes. Sue, well, her hair is like long and noodly, uh, but it's hair. And uh, that's great. Chop Chop, I don't think he's got hair. I think he just found a mop head and put it on his head, and somehow it grows. It's really strange. Anyhow, hi. <laughs> this is this is great. Uh, so yeah, as you guys are talking amongst yourselves, like what's going to be your big heist? You, you know, some of you think you need to chop something in half, need to steal something, put on a show. Maybe you mix it up. You do know over in the spire that's where they keep the the portal control, so to speak. And there are more than one city state. There's a total of six around the remnants of your world. And basically, they've got weird portal technology between the city-states, and then also it controls things that go out into the Astral Sea. Um, other bait, I don't know. There's a coronation. Uh, the, the, the city of Unity is ruled by a high matron. Uh, one of her daughters is about to be coronated to be the new ruler of one of the other cities. So uh -huh. that's something else that's going that's on today. That's what we could do. We could chop her in half. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think inside her she has like a, a H34T core that we could take? Okay, we chop her in half. Yeah. And then we take out the core. And okay. And you play with your toys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then we put a goblin in charge because that's what we should do is make sure that all goblins know that they are worthwhile and they are powerful. Well, half of us are. The other half, not really. Ah. <laughs> I'll do all the fireworks. <laughs> fireworks? Those are fun. I like those. I really don't have a joke. It's just I like, and they go boom. And that's great. Boom is good. Fire is good. good. Because once you've exploded, you've lost at least half your mass. Well, what? Mass? Well, I don't know what that means. Okay. All right. Right, not to sell first one kill. Why are you, <laughs> oh, why are you, uh, why are you talking about killing things? We're gonna live forever. <laughs> yeah, we're At all least half the other half, they're probably gonna die forever. So, who knows? All right, so we'll we'll leave it open ended. So, basically, goblins, for whatever reason, they love to do things in the rule of threes. Basically, you're gonna have three different chapters to your little adventure here. Each chapter is gonna have three little obstacles. By the book, normally you plot it all out before we start rolling, but that feels constraining. So I like to start with just we'll do chapter one, and then we'll we'll have a general idea of where we're going. So we know we're going to the center of the city. Something will happen. So it seems to me, arguably, chapter one is getting to the center of the city. Because, you know, goblins are persona non grata. 
So at that point, we need like sort of a, a three-stage plan or like just some general brainstorming of how you think you guys would get to the spire. It can be vague, but just Og a... has a plan. Okay. Let's take out the insides and mech up a tall person and then we can just ride from inside them. Okay, so you want to hijack you want to hijack mechs. I well, the bodies of people and turn them into mechs. Okay. I can cut them in half. And yeah. Then you could put the mech stuff inside. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, exactly. And, and then, then we can like... all have our own. Okay, you, so let's just so say... one of us could be like the arm, mm. and then the yeah, other yeah, could yeah. be like the other arm, and then another mm. one could be like a leg, and then the other one could be another leg. We should make uh, sure we're color coordinated, different colors. I can be the voice. I can sound just like a tall person. Okay. Cog will be the Green Ranger. You do sound like a tall person. Wow, that's amazing. That's huh. good. So what I'm hearing is step one, harvest bodies. Yeah. Step two, step three, Gobtron. Yeah. Okay. Is this city like hostile to goblins? Like we get attacked on site pretty much or? So I want it. it here on the docks, the thing is, like, people that want to live down by the, the beach next to the Astral Sea, that's an incredibly dangerous place. It's super chaotic. But goblins, they they spawn and die so quickly that they're used to that kind of a lifestyle. It doesn't make a big difference to them. But most of the people that live in the Spire, even though, like, the High Matron, you know, created this city as a sanctuary for all, and it's, you know, she saved the people of the world, and isn't it great? But it's funny how it's mostly like humans and elves that live in the spire. And the further you get away from the spire, the poorer it gets and the more monstrous races live there. And yes, they saved everybody, you know, even gnolls and orcs and goblins and bugbears and all that. But it's funny how most of those monstrous races have found themselves at the fringes. Eh. You know. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. Totally totally a coincidence but uh so yeah so first off i'm going to see when one of our chaos events will happen just to make note and then our good friend steve he bought me an extra chaos oh uh, we've got some so we've got some bits for us too okay so you guys have some rerolls and i don't mind you having rerolls because here's the great thing in this game Every single dice you roll is just as likely to kill you as it is to help you. So please roll as many dice as you want. Re-roll them to your heart's content. I don't care. It's wonderful. I'm a good person. Okay, That's what it says. So... so we need to get people. So I can brew some stuff to put it together and knock some people out or something. So uh, um, y'all ever heard of a International House of Pancakes? I think uh, there's one uh, on the outskirts uh, that's got people in it. And here's uh -huh. what I'm thinking. I can cut the International House of Pancakes in half, uh -huh. which would give us access to all the people inside that are eating pancakes. What do you think? In the big wrench. Uh, Singe, can you, can you put them to sleep? Yeah, as soon as we get inside. Okay. So there's no fixed initiative in this game. The main idea is you want to make sure everybody's had a go 
before we come back around again. So okay. If okay. We we find our inner uh, interplanar house of pancakes down by the shore. Uh, it's got like a really terrible Jimmy Buffett theme going on it. I don't know ah, how he made it out sound. of the cosmos. That's just to sound. Ah. I know, I know, because out here, you know, there's there's like a zombie version of him. I'm gonna we're gonna do that. Yeah. Zombie well, Buffett good. lives out here. Yeah, I'm a there's friends I'm sorry. to the left over here, and there's uh-huh. friends to the right over here. Yep. Oh yep. boy, that's a lot of friends. It is. It is. See, so you, you kind of come up. You've got your your flimsy little beach umbrellas. You've got the uh, little International House of Pancakes out there. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to describe what you want to do. You've got a name that automatically gives you a dice. And in this game, everything that relates to your character sheet gives you another dice to roll. So I know you're chopping stuff in half. Yeah. You're laying I got an top. idea. I got an okay. idea. Okay. Right. See, I'm lamb. Which is very much like a goat. Okay, and they're very yes. good at climbing. And yes. so, I'm gonna hop on up to the roof. Because I'm mm-hmm. imagining it's one of them old-fashioned International House of Pancakes. You know, that looks like a, yep. like a church true. And goats love to climb up high. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. I chopped a few up there once. So I'm gonna go on up there. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna get old the old chopper out. And mm-hmm. uh, he goes and he pulls it out. And uh, hits a little button. And uh, it's just kind of like Inspector Gadget turns into a big old giant meat cleaver. Ah, it looks great. But it, this, is, this is great. And then I'm just going to try uh, to, like, sort of bounce myself up in the air and just come down, you know, like uh, like Gutsa from uh, Berserk and just, like, slash it in half. Like the whole thing. The whole Makes total sense. It's yeah. You've got this weird cyberpunk chopping blade that you do this with. And uh, yeah, so get your dice pool together and let's see what you get. Okay, so I got my name. Okay, I've got my chopper. Ah, uh-huh. is that it? I don't remember. Uh, just you the love two. chopping things in half, isn't oh, yeah, that yeah. you like? Motif? That's my thing. Oh yeah, of course. That's my dream motivation. Is does, does lamb chop have like a particular? Because th- each goblin has their own unique thing above and beyond what your family does. Right, so lamb. Lamb chop like climbing up high on things? Exactly. Lamb is very much like a goat. Uh, Got hooves, you might even say. Uh, It's really not hooves. They're just feet that they slit in half to make it look Mm -hmm. like hooves. Oh my Uh, God, you cut your own feet in half. That's dedication. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in that case, that's got to be four dice. You cut your own feet in half, four dice. You earned it. Click, click, click. I'm rolling four dice. Here we go. All right, up, Mm -hmm. up, and away. And so I like to think it's a very sharp... Uh, very sharp gable peak, and I'm lifting up. Maybe I'm using like the uh, the, the the heat force of a chimney uh, to get mm-hmm. up really high, and then come slamming on down. Uh, that's right. what I'm doing. All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh dear, that's a six, a five, and two threes. Okay, so what's great about this is we've got four players, so you only need three. Uh, narration points or story points per target in this first chapter. It's pretty easy. So you've already gotten two out of three for harvest bodies. You've chopped through this building. You've exposed it was packed. They were doing some like there's some sort of special going. What do you think? Was it ladies night? Was it two for one night? Why was this place so packed? I think it was one for two night. Yeah. You it was get one uh, for two night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's what it was. It, 
they were selling just the cheapest booze possible. But hey, uh-huh. you know. I mean, it's the inter, interdimensional house of pancakes. Uh, yeah. You're not, you you're not really in. going there for both. That's that's a good point. That's I mean, if point. you do, it's got to be pretty terrible. So you got two out of your three for that. But the three means that you set the next person up for a bad time. Whoever goes next is going to subtract one from all of their roles. Yeah. So how did this go so wrong? You cleave clean through the house somehow. The, the building just comically falls apart to either side and just shatters. It's completely flimsy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, did you, I think after you, sir. Uh, I heard you were, like, using some heat to make you rise up. Was there, like, a gas line that got yeah. cut or something, maybe? That's what I think was going to happen there. So I was coming through. I was like, yeah! And I cut through. Uh, and the sparks uh, from when the chopper went through uh-huh. one of the vents uh, ignited some of the gas. And so there is a fiery inferno. Uh, an agent inferno that just rampaged through the sky. Yeah, oh, That's good. So you've got all these bodies. But, you know, raging inferno. So whoever yeah. goes next, you get to do whatever you're doing amidst uh, a blazing inferno. I know... Uh... I was waiting for it to open up before I started chucking potions in. So um, there's a big inferno. Mm-hmm. And luckily, Singe does mm-hmm. great when he's in fire. That's uh, that's where he gets his name. Okay. So he's brewing some stuff together. His goal is just to throw a whole bunch of potions that he thinks he's mixing them to be like sleeping potions, but he's just kind of throwing random stuff together. So yeah, whatever, so throw enough chemicals happens. into the fire. It'll probably knock them out one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. So he loves the heat. He's from the Burble mm-hmm. clan. He's got a name. He's using his alchemy. Does Squanch mm-hmm. come into play at all here? Or is he hanging um, back? Squanch was probably like, they, they often will be like, uh, they'll have like a, test tube or something in their mouth that's just kind of mm-hmm. like being cleaned out and they'll grab it kind of like a holster out of there nice and uh brew their next potion in it so right. say he used squanch's uh free empty little test tube thing nice he's sipping uh, the remainders of other test tubes and then spitting stuff into the air possibly yeah yeah okay i love it so i think that gets you up to four yeah sounds right yeah, and you, can, you said it's minus one. So basically, just go ahead and roll the four dice, and we'll just look at it. And so, like, if you had a okay. six, it turns to a five. Wow, that is uh, three sixes and a two. That's ridiculous. I'm good at rolling three sixes here. I I'm very surprised at how well that went for you because those three sixes turned into fives. It's just especially with throwing explosives. You're throwing explosives, and here's the thing. You did so well. It's your choice. Do you want these people to like actually go sleep and be alive before you're doing whatever you're doing, or do you want them to be dead, or do you want there to be some weird outcome local effect that happens to them? Because you did uh, great. You've cleared this stage. I'm thinking they kind of get Cronenberged a little bit from all oh, of these explosions, so there's more room for us to do mechanical Stuff more limbs me. means more human it means more stuff to mess with so yeah uh, i'll make a note to myself cronenberg thank you great that's that's gross but you did take a wound and i've got to think if we're talking like a roiling mass of bodies that are going all cronenberg 
maybe at mm-hmm. some point there's something that's like a little bit of Kira style or something like some weird fleshy bit comes out and like wraps around your ankle and crushes your shin bone just a little bit you're not dead but you do take a point of damage on cinch here is okay. he pays a price and they have two health right yep so he's uh he's already got a bum leg his left leg is now just and you know you can jury rig you you grab a piece of like you've got tons of debris from the broken building you take that Ooh. you rip some clothing off somebody and you make yourself a splint so you're not dead but uh yeah your leg is gonna bug you a lot you're you're definitely gonna be the slowest person around if something ever comes to it okay so good news operation harvest bodies amazing success minor injury lots of people crazy creepy crawly cronenberg flesh all thriving around so that's step one awesome we know step three is gobtron here's that murky spot where like how do we go from cronenberg flesh mass to gobtron oh it's okay cog has a plan cog doesn't care about the form Uh, cog just needs to take out the innards cog tells kill it to change form from backpack and it uh, goes to the side and briefly turns into a giant exoskeleton mech with giant arm. No, no, not the heavy arm model. We need the uh, surgery table model. And it folds down into a very massive surgery table with a conveyor belt to pull all of the dead body bits onto its conveyor belt uh, (laughs) uh, area. Okay. And then we're just going to take our big knife and cut this open and pull out the innards get rid of those we don't need and cog loves cog so we are going to put lots of cogs in here and all of the limbs will all move for whomever runs this you i love that how many dice do you want to roll um (laughs) i think that's about four yeah that's amazing i love that very very much so i've got a six two fours and a one okay so the six is going to get you a success. That's awesome. The two fours, that means you set this up nicely. Like you, you explained it very well. Like you've got a good, you know, operation going on here. Mm-hmm. You're very methodically handling things. Whoever but... is the red ranger, that's your side. Blue ranger, that's mm-hmm. your side. Pink ranger and green ranger. But amidst all this machinery and you're doing a lot because you're setting things up for all the other goblins outside of your family. All the goblins in your family know what they're doing, but you've also got to prep everything for everybody else around. And sometimes when you've got all this crazy machinery going on and, you know, you are a goblin, so you're kind of working with secondhand equipment and, you know, you know, scrap here and there. At some point, do you think maybe you catch your arm in something or maybe something jets out and cuts you or maybe you burn? Do you know the video game Inside where the spoilers end of the game the small boy child you have running through the entire thing goes into a water pit finds a giant ball of flesh with many limbs that absorbs him and he becomes part of the limb ball Uh so part of you gets absorbed into the mass yes you're just so intent on it like oh oh my gosh like you oh, like your hand, right so arm fine. the flesh just strips away now you have this weird bony skeleton arm i can work with this i that's so weird i don't know where that came from 
But uh, yeah, that's really gross. That's what we do. Kips I should have done the other arm Thursdays. because yes, I've I've I continue to lose my right arm. You know, I'm a big fan of traditions. It's great. We'll make Joe lose a leg. We'll make you lose yep. an arm. And, uh, you know, last but not least, let's put Melissa in the spot. You have, you seem to be like a very nice goblin, all things considered. Or your, your clan seems like you've got good intentions. So here you go. You've got this horrible flesh craft in front of you. And now there's this assembly line that BBBBB has all set up. And there's there's flesh being cut and there's innards being tossed out to the side. And oh my God, as some of those innards are being chunked to the astral sea, you have space sharks coming up to eat the chum. And it's just, it's a lot. So yeah, it's so, so BBBBB, I yeah. believe our, our goal was to be able to walk through town. Is this not human this? looking enough? It's all pink. It's, 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 there's a lot of gears. There's not a lot of all flesh of the bitch and collars and clothing and all of that. So yeah. I think, uh, not going to have a lot of dice for this because this isn't really what I do, but I think we need to head. make you the mechanicals like, look like, uh, you could be doing other things to help. So like we had step one, normalize it. We had harvest <laughs> bodies. Step three is going to be you assemble Gobtron and Gobtron's going to break in. But step two, like we're kind of assembling things. So is there something that you would add to it? Like they're clearly doing all this weird flesh crafting. Is there something that you would want to add to it? That's maybe, maybe you're not doing flesh crafting. Maybe you've got something that you're going to add to it. That's not necessarily that. So, uh, all of the spice gobs are good with the uh, Sonic magic so i think i might make a bit of a a recording loop mm -hmm. that uh we'll be playing as we walk through and okay. it's all you know positive vibes for everyone that we pass by okay okay so i mean you've you've you're the spice gobs you got your name you've got the sonic stuff you know how to find the right words um What's your artifact that your folks use? It's a, depending on the setting, either a microphone or a megaphone. It's steam. It's like steampunk or like Magitech. Like. So yes, a megaphone Victrola looking thing that will stuff inside of the head and it sends everything out of the mouth. Okay. Great. It's like the Annihilation Bear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't know that reference, but other people are laughing, so Yeah. I'm pretty okay. sure we saw that movie together. So uh definitely should know that one. So Just you're saying. creating this horrific message to to go along, like you're crafting something very positive that would be broadcasting at the mouth of our horrible fleshcraft gobtron. Yes. Exactly. Amazing. Good. Uh three dice, I think. Yeah. Uh, five, five, four. That's uh, amazing. So the the five and the five that gets you two more successes. They took care of all the flesh crafting. They have it's currently all you know set up into different chunks. Uh, you you know you create the 
the head. How do you want the head of God trying to look? Because you're creating that. And you you finished step two of chapter one. So you get to choose what it looks like. It definitely has like a, um, it has a very expressive smile and colorful, floofy hair. Okay. So we we now, we have assembled all the pieces for Gobtron. We've got all the mechanics inside. Are each of you basically taking a different section? Like somebody's taking an arm, somebody's taking... And, the spice gobs clearly have to be in the central part since they have the positive message coming out. So who who are the arms and who are the legs? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I'd probably, probably be legs. a arm. Uh, hey, yeah. uh, kind of a question for you, uh, uh, senor uh, Jeremy. Uh, yeah. So the shark, how big is it? It's pretty big, right? It's like, you know, oh, yeah. Well, it's one of those things where it's like you've got the you've got like the regular shark that comes up first eats yeah. and some and then there's yeah. a bigger shark and then yeah. there's like this crazy ridiculous shark with tentacles coming out of the side and they're like glowing so i was thinking uh that it would be even faster for us to get into the center part of the city uh, uh -huh. in our giant mecha robot if we could ride uh, on that giant shark so, yeah, plus, it's got a big mouth that likes to chop things. Uh, so, I feel like it's probably a cousin. And I was just wondering if maybe I could go and, you know, have a chat with it. Uh, and see if it uh, would want to join the party. That sounds like, because part three of chapter one is going to be Gobtron breaks in. And yeah. so, I think uh, trying to ride a space shark into the center of town. It's got tentacles. It's, you know, yeah. why not? But yeah. I, I do want to take a quick second because we we had a friend that was willing to buy us some extra chaos. And so here in the stage, we're gonna we normally get one step of chaos to add to the mix, but uh we've got two thanks to our good friend Bitor5. Uh so I'm gonna roll a couple of these. Actually, you know what? Since you described such a fun thing, roll me 2d6 and tell me what the two sixes are. Never okay. heard anyone try to say that word out loud before. I know. Uh, <laughs> my tour, it's a five and a two. <laughs> Sounds really tour. weird. All right. Yeah. <laughs> really strange. I really, really asked him what it stands for. Oh, it's God. Weird. It's like he okay. just sneezed and his forehead hit the keyboard. You know? so here, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the first problem you're going to have. As you're going out and you were kind of in your arm, but you kind of get out and you're like scoping out that cool like space shark. Yeah, Our think, first uh, bit of chaos that's going to hit us. Yeah. There are super intelligent mutant rats that have shown up to out with the goblins. And so in that split second, you guys are paying attention to something else. All these psionically linked rats are all rushing inside of your flesh craft. And the rats are currently trying to take control of Gobtron. So that's one problem you've got. Ah. Uh, no. I know. My best machine I've ever made. I know. It's horrible. So sorry. Sort uh, of. Is there uh, a second thing? There is a second thing. Thanks to our friend. Okay. On top of that, um, there's some strange storm coming over. Like there's been a rift in every now and then. You've got like the protective portal that's over the city or the dome or whatever. Every now and then there's a rip. On top of these psionic rats that are trying to enter into your flesh cat and take over it, 
There's also, well, you know, a rain of frogs is one thing, but these frogs are as big as horses and hungrier. There is a rain of frogs the size of horses, and they're hungry. As you're looking around, you see the space shark. Like, oh, that looks awesome. You look around, you see the cyanograts trying to take care of your fleshcraft. Damn it. And then you look up and you see just mutant giant frogs hopping around, eating everything all around them. And that's on top of just trying to break into the city. Ah. All right. No No big deal. I can take care of that. That's no problem. I got that. Got that. Take care. All right. Yeah. You ready? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, Lanshaw uh, is very good at hopping, and frogs are good at hopping, and frogs are green, and lamb chops green. So, like, we're like old friends. We're like family. So, uh, so, lamb chops gonna go up. Be like, well, hey there, frog. How's it? Oh, God! Oh, it's got me! Oh, God! It got eaten. Uh, and so, lamb chop, uh, a giant <laughs> tongue comes out from one of the frogs and wraps around the body of lamb chop. Uh, oh, God. And... And, and, and just sucks Lamb Chop right into its uh, giant maw. And you can see as it's mashing down, because frogs don't have teeth, so that probably makes it even worse. You know, you can just see the squishiness of all of Lamb Chop's juices just flowing out. And like the hair, oh, that glorious, glorious hair just kind of getting caught up. So, uh, Lamb Chop's off the table. And uh, that's what Pork Chop says. It's okay. It's okay. Lamb Chop was a moron. I am the brains of the situation here. So, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to cut that frog in half, and I'm going to show and give the rest of the frogs a message. You mess with the Chop family. Wow. You get shot is what happens, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I think what he's going to do uh, is he's going to climb up to the very top of the Gobtron. Uh, and he's going to stare out at one of these frogs hopping around. And then he's going to reach back. And then he's going to leap out right as the frog is kind of leaping at him. Like a movie he saw once. It mm-hmm. had like a had like a Texan and like a dragon. And so that's what he's doing. And he's just as mm-hmm. greasy as the Texan was. So he's like, ah! And so he's going to try to chop him. Okay. Excellent. So you get the chopping. Get the mm-hmm. chopper. Um, what's, what's Pork's special thing? So Pork's special thing is he's really greasy. So even if this frog happened to get a hold of him, it'd probably just Mm -hmm. spit him right out. You know? Perfect. That's what I was thinking. And then I, I do I get an extra, do I get a die because Lamb died? I can't remember. Is that what happens? You can choose to sacrifice somebody to give your next person extra dice. Yeah. 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 That's what I was doing. Team team effort. So that's like four, I think. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, goodness. That's two fives, a four, and a two. That is really impressive. So you, you've you got two successes out of the five you need. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's pretty awe-inspiring. Like, you, uh-huh. it's that leaping chop. You cleave through the first frog. All right. Chop all into right, a second right. frog. And the four is clearly the next person to go. Is so inspired because they just watched you this leaping cleave take out two of these giant horse-sized frogs, but it is a mighty swing and you leave yourself open. Do you think it's one of the frogs that gets you, or did you just like land on your foot wrong and twist your ankle, 
or is it something more sinister? Ah, uh, now, I think what happens uh, is that uh, as I'm flying through the air, uh, uh-huh. you know, I take a stray from his my, uh, my, my cousin, the shark. One of them tentacly things kind of comes out as it's trying to scoop up some of the, the, the cut-up frogs. Because sharks love frogs. That's, oh, a, yeah. that's a fact. They that's love scientific. Chum. Absolutely. And so mm-hmm. uh, as it's kind of reaching out uh, to, uh, to kind of grab, you know, some of the frogs, it, uh, it grabs uh, Pork's leg. And uh, as it yanks, uh, it just yanks it clear off. Uh, and Pork looks down and he, he lands on one leg. And he's like, oh, where'd my other leg go? Hey, well, I get that back. As he looks up at his cousin Shark. That's fantastic. So, who, filled with the awe-inspiring presence of all this, who who wants to go next? You've got you've got the frogs, you've got the rats, and also you got to get this machine up and going into the city. Okay, so I'm gonna see if I can find my, where my British accent went. Uh, so, so Baby Spice is going to. Uh, We've got the uh, little uh, gramophone thing set up there, and she's going to uh, going to kind of kind of go deep, you know, kind of that diaphragmatic breathing kind of a thing, and she's going to uh, kind of just let out this uh, kind of sonic magic spell to see what kind of effect this is going to have on those uh, frogs, and she is going to say. Um, Keep your head high up. Don't you know that you are super fly? And she's going to see if she can make all of the froggies go uh, flying away. Okay. Australian. Wow. I, I just can't. I'm trying to stick it and I just can't. Uh, all right. So. That's amazing. I think that's three. That's so good. Oh, goodness. That's a four, three, and a one. Okay. So remember to add plus one to each of those. Five, so four turns into four, a five. Two. So you get a success, which is good. Uh, and then the four, how do you think you help the next person out? You, the frogs are floating. Somehow your <laughs> sonic magic has actually caused the frogs to start floating up and away. Uh, and that, that that's cleared some seats, but how how do you think you got uh, you did get there, hurt on this one? Uh, so do you think you have to like <laughs> reach out and touch them at all to make them do the sonic magic? Do you have to like do you like have to I, unhinge your jaw to do the sonic yell? So it's so it's one of those things where the person that does it is supposed to sort of like plug their ears while they do it. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of a spur of the moment thing, and she forgot to plug her ears. So I'm going to say that she just starts floating off with them. Oh, you made yourself start floating <laughs> up, and then you suddenly yes. remember you're supposed to plug your ears. So you plug your ears, and then you slam back down to the ground, just <laughs> yes. face planning hard. Yep. But you know, so poor little baby spice stands up with a bloody nose, but you get the frogs all floating in the air, and they can't plug their ears, so they're screwed. Yep. That's that's even the Spice Girls don't want to listen to their own music. <laughs> oh, that's that's really good. Okay, so whoever goes next is inspired by this, and they're gonna get a plus one on all their rolls. 
you st- the frogs are pretty much taken care of. Uh, you still got the rats go that are in the, there. Uh, yeah, I want to go after the rats. Okay, um, okay. I think uh, I think Singe is going to run around. He's going to just put um, Squatch underneath his arm and just start trying to like shovel all the rats he gets a hold of and just throw them into Squatch's mouth to, so he can oh. eat them. <laughs> so you just have your giant... You have a mutant frog yeah. yourself. You I just, do. <laughs> yep. Shoving rats into his mouth. So... You've got what you do. You've got squanch. Um, mm-hmm. And we can do that. Or if there's anything else you can tag, but that's still two. And either, both of those um, would get a plus one. Am I able to play like any of the five at a time? Or is it like the you're you only can use the as much one? as you want? So this game <clears throat> okay. wants you to do as many things as you can because every dice you roll has an equal chance of hurting you and helping you. You guys have had pretty okay. good rolls. But sometimes you can have rolls that go crazy against you. Okay. I'm going to say um, Plomp is the one holding Squanch this time. And okay. uh, Plomp is much better at uh, like feeding and just kind of arcing things uh, so, into Squanch's mouth. So I would ask, are we sacrificing Singe to give yourself uh, a benefit to the next one like what Jeff did earlier? Or... Yeah, let's do that. Okay, you do. How so? How does Singe sacrifice himself? I think Singe runs in and just gets swarmed by the rats. Just oh, he just lets himself get swarmed by the rats with his bum. He just like he takes the little like he put the brace on his leg earlier. He rips it yeah. off and he lets the rats just swarm to the bloody wound, and then he rushes yeah. back to Squanch and Squanch does the horrific thing where the jaw just unhinges and. <laughs> And somehow Yellow Mutant Frog just swallows the entirety of Singe. He's full of nutrients. Awesome. And then Plomp is yeah, good at that. how to arc things. Yeah, Plomp's like great at like catching things and arcing them. And uh, Squatch is just kind of sitting there and just catching them out of the air as he's throwing them over to him. This this is a great idea. I think all of these things are good. <laughs> Does that get you four? Five even? I think that... Um, I don't know how. So one for plop, one for the item, one for uh, one, one for, for sacrifice. sacrifice, and one for just being you. Yeah. So okay. I think four, four, and you're gonna have a plus one on all of these. Okay. All right. Uh, three, three, four, two. Okay. So we have two fours and a five and a three. So that didn't go too bad. Honestly, they get you a success. And then the next person to go gets a benefit. And you're at four out of your five for Gobtron breaks in. So let's say like this pretty much takes care of the rats. Uh, you basically singe sacrifices himself to kind of be like a mm-hmm. central hub for all the rats to go charge to. They just, for whatever reason, singe tasted like chicken. And once they smelled his blood, they just couldn't help themselves. Plomp just tosses all the rest in. And then uh, I'm going to have to assume because Squanch does like weird alchemical nonsense based on what you feed him. Yeah. How does all of these psionic rats being fed into Squanch? help the next person to go like what what effect does he create that helps the next person 
Um, so what do we have left to do? Are the frogs still an issue? The or... frogs are pretty much taken care of. The rats are pretty much taken care of. You've cleared things out. Gobtron is back under your control, but you still need one more success. You basically need to get Gobtron up and going to start breaking the center. It would be great if your frog could become an engine with fuel from the psychic Yeah, rats. I can do that. Thank yeah. you. Nice. He's just got a ton of energy from all the all the little rats he ate. <laughs> a very burpy engine. Yes. Yeah. So we have a giant burping mutant frog whose belly is just incredibly distended. I assume he swallowed all those rats' lives. You actually see his belly kind of squirming from all the rats that are trying to claw out that they can't. And he's just going to like shake it a little bit. It's like one of those balls that has like the stuff rolling around in it. And at this point, Squanch is so full of the biomechanical, like the bioenergy and alchemical energy that he's kind of like vibrating and belching and has like you just set him down to the core of Gobtron, and well, that leaves us with. Um. So, Cog gets very excited and kind of goes outside of the flesh ball, but luckily, Crap is there, and Crap grabs Pork and Plomp. And are you still baby, or are you Ginger now? Uh... I think she just took one wound, so she's still alive. Yeah, wound, still baby. Just still yeah. baby. Grabs baby, uh, sets the frog out ready, and luckily, Crap's crap is excellent at sealing holes. So they'll seal the hatch so that nothing can come in with their crap. Uh, there we go. You. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Melissa. <No. laughs> this is... This is this is team B, 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 but we're good. We're sealed in. And with the uh, frog engine set up, it's time to start bowling ball of this thing straight into the center of the city. Uh, and we will squish cog along the way, but it's okay because we've sealed all the holes with shit, with crap. Well, I mean, obviously I assume cog played in that because you cut them open and you, you know, waste not, want not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Cog was just a uh, part of the uh, flesh mound in the end. That's what does he want it to be? Oh, I, you're such good people. Oh, I really um, enjoy this. So I, I think okay. So crap's ability is crap. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> You've got crap. Sacrifice cog. The sacrifice the cog. Uh, doing I, mech stuff. Yeah, doing mech stuff. I think that's another four, or is that five? Mm-hmm. Okay, unless you yeah, find yeah. a way, unless you can think of a way you put your backpack in, you could be using your mech back into the, the ceiling, maybe. Ah, uh, it's okay. I'll go with four right four now. It's still uh, pretty good. Four is still pretty good. Plus one on all of them. We're gonna get a plus one. Go. Yeah. That you guys is are crushing a, your rolls. Uh that is a six five two two. So that would be a seven six three three. Okay, so here's the thing. Normally, I was going to have, like, chapter two be like, you got this up and going, you get into the inner city, now you need to get to the spire. The seven automatically counts as two successes. So here's the thing. You get full creative authority here. Describe how somehow you controlling this fleshcraft Gobtron, powered by a psionic rat-fueled mutant frog, beaming out waves of positive smiling energy in this creepy face <laughs> describe to me how you crash all the way to the freaking spire past 
mundane police forces. You've got like your steampunk sort of stuff. So you're going to die in the process. But how did you die getting to the spire? So as the uh, frog fills the gash, the gas center of this flesh mound, it expands like a horrible balloon into something that appears humanoid, except it's quite, quite a bit taller than it ought to be. And each goblin maybe is in a limb that's able to control it. But we've put out the head, so the head's kind of just like floating there on the back <laughs> as it is propelled from the uh, butt forward. I'm trying not to swear a lot because I'm crap right now. <laughs> Uh, through the frog, okay, well, through the ass, it, it's propelled forwards. Maybe not all the clothes they managed to survive as it just towers over any walls, hitting skyscrapers and apartment buildings as it is an unstoppable flesh human golem going forward. And uh, one of the arms just hits straight into an apartment building, shredding the flesh through, getting crap who was sealed in there, uh, all gone. Excellent. So you managed to go completely through what would be the equivalent of the suburbs of mm. Unity. You just completely demolish all of it. Oh, you like a Thanksgiving through- parade balloon. Absolutely. Macy's got nothing on you. You just destroy so many little picket fences. You get to the business district. You're knocking down all those tall buildings. Um, and at the end of it, the arm gets ripped off. The you you have like higher and higher levels of security showing oh, you know up to what? try and Crap stop you. Probably got shot out with the rest of rats at some point in time. He yes. did. Yes. And here's the thing: it's kind of fortunate that pretty much everybody does, except for crap. Crap. Crap dies, making sure the rest of the goblins get evacuated just before Gobtron inevitably explodes because it was expanding and expanding. And expanding, and all of a sudden, there's just this weird thing where, like, you're expecting the obvious explosion, but then it suddenly just like shrinks in on itself, gets super tiny, and then it's this completely silent orb that just expands throughout the suburbs, and half of Unity just disappears. Half the city's just gone. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It does good work. Did you the say rest half? of you, half. Oh, that's great! This is wonderful. I, I thought I you dropped in like half. That. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, metaphorically. Yeah. And there you are uh, at the doorstep of the spire, so to speak. This huge ziggurat that goes even above the skyscrapers into that. This this the sky of Unity is like a perpetual dark red cloudy mess. Uh, very rarely does anybody see outside of that unless you're brave enough to get into the astral plane. And uh, most people don't have the means of the guests to do that. But the Ziggurat goes well above that. So now we're kind of into chapter two. You made it to the spire. Something something something. What? Do we, you know, you, you, we we have thoughts on chopping something in half, stealing yep. something, and doing a show. So what do we want chapter two to be about? You made it here. And it's fine, because goblins don't really plan things out. You, you got sure, here. Sure, sure. You've got a split second to think about it, because you've just had this crazy, you know, bomb thingy go off. You've got a little spare time before more forces can arrive. 
but you've also drawn a lot of attention to yourselves like so much attention to yourselves do we so like uh, was part of the mission like an do audience there was like a lot of people and everything yeah, I mean, you've made it to the part of town where there's like actual humans and elves and like okay. your traditional fantasy races. I got an idea. Hey, uh, hey, uh, shit, I forgot your name. Joe, what's the name of your goblins? Huh. I'm plump right now. Okay, hey, you're good at fireworks, right? Okay, I got an idea. Yeah. I got an idea. I got an idea. Humans and elves, they're stupid, right? They're not smart like us. And they, uh, they like shiny objects and and glowing lights, so like, we need to buy ourselves some more time so we can figure out how to get inside. So here's what I'm thinking. Maybe we give him like a pyrotechnic show, you know? We can get all fancy and then like old Spice Girl can sing and everything and there's really not a whole lot I can do because I'm just hopping around on a single leg, but you know, I was thinking about that. Oh shit, I forgot my keys. You don't think they're inside a gotcha, do you? Alright, anyway, here's what I'm thinking. Uh and as uh as he's talking, I wanna I wanna say like maybe maybe something just drops from the sky, like someone throws something down or a piece <laughs> of gobtron just falls and mm-hmm. smashes on top of him. <laughs> and he's like, oh. So just make sure that you don't go using a lot of uh, uh the fire techniques around me, because uh my sweat and my glands, uh they're definitely flat. Ah, ah. And so as he gets <laughs> flattened i would like i would like to say that he uh he basically gets squeezed like an orange and i would now like you, have, you to have been crushed by a crate if you're okay with that a uh, crate would be great yeah yeah it's great. yeah there you go and okay. uh and you have all sorts of uh of pork's juices uh which you know like blood and uh and feces and urine and like all that it's all flammable don't worry every single bit of it so it'll help uh with your pyrotechnics it'll make it all go bigger you know make it that kind okay. of thing so am i wrong in hearing that that chapter two is gabapalooza oh yeah oh no no you, no, you create wrong. this oh. huge crater and so chapter two is going to be gabapalooza you will get to the spire but first we're gonna put on a show. Oh yeah, Gabapalooza. Mm-hmm. Step one of Gabapalooza: pyrotechnics. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. Oh, by the way, I'm not so pork anymore. I know I so look need- like pork. I'm 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 actually slap. Uh, and so whenever slap shows up on the scene, uh, he just slaps you. And so he nice. pops up on the scene and he slaps everyone in the face. How's everybody doing? Because he thinks it's like a handshake. Uh, and you can see that he's covered uh, with bruises, as if he got his ass kicked once. Ah, you know, and it was all over the internet or something. Anyhow, ah, that's one shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm sorry, Slap. You don't remember that reference? I don't either. But yeah, I don't just... remember. It's like that. Uh, never mind. That's a sh- I think it's the Shamrock guy, actually. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> but I think the Slap Shot. Wasn't the Slap Shot the same? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, okay. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to get up on my phone here. We need to actually educate us on this meme. I love it. Okay, so Gabapalooza, step one of Gabapalooza, you need the pyrotechnics. What comes after pyrotechnics? Pyrotechnics music. music. Clearly. Clearly. Step two is is music slash show, yeah. Okay, and then step three of Gabapalooza needs to be the thing that leads us into our final chapter in the Spire. So how do we use the finale of Gabapalooza 
to get into the spire? What's step three? Eight's special ability is sneaking like uh, someone named Snake in a box. Uh, and while the distraction is going on, we can sneak in with a crate. Okay, step three, sneaky shit. Perfect. Okay. So, Hork has might, sacrificed themselves. I, I might interject really fast. I just want to clarify. The Slapjaw is the same guy uh, as the ShamWow. The same guy. Slapjaw. Right? It's a little thing. Oh, and the thing is, the ShamWow right. guy uh-huh. got beat up by a cannibal hooker. Uh, prostitute, sex worker, and it was all over the internet. It was a while ago, probably before Joe was bored, because he's like 14 years old. Yeah. I am totally paying attention to the game. I'm not pulling up my Google feed right I'm now. Saying, Cocker's got an amazing headline. Shit, wow, uh-huh. guy. Beats up cannibal hooker. Uh-huh. Yep. So what did you want to do against the pyrotechnics? <laughs> Damn wow. Cannibal hooker. I told you. Yeah. Wow. Really, really go deep with my references. In your spare time. Yeah. There's layers to that. I mean, probably should have laughed too hard at this. It was assault and people got arrested. But it was pretty funny if you put it in a goblin voice. Oh, goodness. No, it's still pretty funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're doing okay, fireworks think, and we're doing yeah, concerts uh, and while everyone yeah. is uh focused on that we are sneaking under crate yep so i think Just everybody little, like move crate move crate slide over or however you want to i think i think we got through everybody getting a, another round so as we start pyrotechnics whoever wants to start off pyrotechnics can mm-hmm. yeah i was uh i'll Gather up all the giblets and bits from the crate, smashing down on. Uh, was that pork? Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, of course it was yeah. pork. Pork's the only one of us is greasy. The rest of us, not greasy oh. at all. Yeah, they're all greasy. Every yeah. one of them. Pork, do you <laughs> want to give your sacrifice die over to uh, the Burble Clan? You His see a little greasy flesh. You see a little angel pork floating with little angel <laughs> wings, transparent, translucent, his In legs still missing. Of an angel. And he's like, hi, hi, uh, how you doing? Uh, oh shit, I'm dead. Okay, yeah, you can take it. You can take my help. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna like cram them into one of these <laughs> potion bottles. I <laughs> <laughs> just throw all the giblets together and then you hear like this little hissing, whizzing sound going around and it's the, it's squelch or mm-hmm. squanch. Whatever I said, their name is. Uh, he he has like, They're deflating he can, what, still. What name does he I have pres- now? He's evolved after all those psionic rats. He can talk now. Oh. <laughs> what do you name me, my master? Uh, we'll call him Squirchil. Yes. I like this name very much. What shall you feed me now? As this frog's <laughs> head has now... It's got like a weird little... Like, you know those dangler fish? The frog has oh, now yeah. evolved some weird little dongle coming out of its forehead that glows and looks around. Yes. Did what you was just that name again? It, did you just call it a dangler fish? Like it's dangling. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's vets. It's, isn't it an angler fish? One of us is wrong, I think. I want it to be dangling. <laughs> it is definitely an angler fish. <laughs> it is an angler fish. <laughs> I know. Like be a <laughs> but oh, the geez. thing dangles oh, like a dongle. Oh, gee. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got my, my little potion bottle. With, 
with the soul of uh, pork in it and then all of his giblets and stuff. And I'm Feed me a soul. Yes. I love it. More. All this. Feed me more. Give it to and me. And I like put it into his mouth and I like almost screw it into his mouth and mm-hmm. kind of shake him up. And then just squeeze it out of him to start the uh, fireworks show. Okay. Yep. Go for it. All right. You've got uh, your bonus from pork. That's one. You've got. Uh, you've mm-hmm. got. Wh- what's his new name? Uh, Squirchel. Squirchel. He'll remember that. Squirchel has acquired sentience now. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then the one from the goblin. I think mm-hmm. that's three. And you like doing alchemical stuff. That's oh, and alchemical stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that gives four. you four. Sweet. Um, a one, a two, a five, a six. A one, a two, a five, a six. So that's two successes. That's great. Also, you just die straight out. <laughs> okay. I think uh, was this still? Singed? I picture it just like as he's. Uh, no, this is plump now. Singe already Aww. got sacrificed. Oh, that's so, right. So, uh, so I picture plump is like squeezing it, and then just got completely engulfed in the fire, and <laughs> as it came out the other end of, of Churchill too, or uh, Squirchill. Uh, and so he explodes and then it shoots off this huge thing of fireworks. Amazing. And it's pretty impressive. Like, so this is the beginning of the fireworks. You have some people kind of coming out around the perimeter of the crater. What, what's, what's going on? I, I don't know. I, Ooh, well, that's pretty. I like that. So I guess there's a couple of successes. That's gets us two out of the four we need. So people are starting to gather, but, it's it's just not it's not fuego enough yet. It's the it's a good beginning. We're halfway there. Who wants to follow that up? Well, I think it would be my turn to uh, try to work on some uh, songs. So I think we're gonna gonna have to do some practice. I think do some musical accompaniment to the fireworks to kind of make it a whole thing. Absolutely. You're just going to have, um, but everyone is going to have to try to do the choreography though, because you can't just do the music. Obviously you have to have all of the choreography. And I think it's at this point that um, the rest of them sort of all kind of look over at baby because baby had fallen and kind of smashed her face. And I think there's, sort of a decision that that goes against the aesthetic of the group and kind of trying to, you know, mm-hmm. put your best face forward and all of that good stuff. So I think there's sort of a, like, when nobody else is looking, <laughs> the rest of them just sort of, like, toss baby through, like, all of the uh, squish of pork that was left. And you just see that there is no more uh, baby gob. Oh, God. Okay. So she has been sacrificed for the good of the performance. Okay. It's fair. It's fair. All right. So then you just practiced choreography with some good lyrics attached to it, of course. Yeah. Okay. That that sounds like a fantastic show. Got baby sacrifice. Got the Spice Gob name going on. Got some, we got some sonic music going on because you got the music going along with the dance. I like it. 
And so trying to get everyone's attention. Yeah. Listen up and take heed. Holy crap, that is three sixes. I mean... <laughs> I, will, I will take picture if I need to. It is a six, a six, and a lolly. Okay, so tell me in exquisite detail how oh, no. this <laughs> dance of the devil's seduction with the 666, <laughs> how do the Spice Gobs bring all these poor, innocent suburbanites into the crater? Slack-jawed uh, yokels that they are. Exactly. So one of the kind of secret weapons of the spice gobs is that there's, you know, you're sort of used to sort of what goblins tend to wear, but these goblins have those really thick platform combat boot looking things that are just mesmerizing because they've got like blinking lights on them. So it's like a combination okay. of like the super high heeled like mm -hmm. combat boot comboed with like the little kid shoes that like blink on the front and the back. And so yes. it's just this like dance movement with the blinking that is just this very hypnotic uh dancing and the lights blinking and like everyone is just sort of like watching and before they know it they're all just sort of like eh, kind of just drooling. Nice. Like there's even a couple of like police like patrols that come by that have shown up to try and like what's going on. He, like everybody that shows up is just like and you just have a bunch of slack jawed yokels all wandering around. Because that's so awesome. And thanks to our good friend Bytor5. Uh would you roll me 2d6 for some chaos? Uh sure. Now is when I hope they don't roll as well as they just this is rolled. totally random. It almost doesn't matter what you roll. It's, it's just uh, a four and a two. A four and two. No. Oh. Uh oh. Okay. Uh -oh. So this is going to be kind of an awkward situation. So you have done all of this and then there's just this like slow clap that happens. All right. That was a great show. I loved it. Love all the bits and bobs that I could eat, but you've cleared the way. Now we're going to do the rest. All you little gobbles can get out of the way. And what you have now inspired by the space sharks earlier now you have the street sharks. Just a big bunch of anthropomorphic sharks. They've showed up. You know this gang. They're not very smart, but they know how to follow the bodies. You made a lot of bodies. They've eaten most of the bodies. They've shown up to basically take over most of the work you've done. And they're just trying to bully their way in and take over your operation. Kudos. Bravo. Nice little dance there, Chiplet. Good job. Get out. Go, go on now. Go home. You're done. So that'll be your additional complication now. Is now with like we've done the pyrotechnics. Initially, stage two was gonna be the music, but I feel like we kind of did the music. Or unless we want to follow up, what what else would we do in the show for part two? Um does this uh street shark happen to be called Simon? Maybe. 
Yes. If you so desire, then yes. It's from American Idol, Judges Panel. Oh, I was thinking the horrible cartoon that was a blatant ripoff of Ninja Turtles and other stuff. Oh, that? That was uh, Mice? Uh, my, mice Bike? My, motorbike Mice? There was Motorbike Mice. There was Street Sharks. There was a lot of nonsense from that era. I just figured since we had Space Sharks earlier... I pulled up a result of like another street gang. <laughs> it's street sharks. Perfect. Um, well, crate who's in a crate has two very obvious eye holes dug straight through it. Sees that uh, ginger is currently in trouble and goes, Oh no, we must help. Uh, pulls kill it on and boom, boom, boom. It transforms into heavy arms, this giant mech uh, where they are in the center console and just like guns for hands. Uh, and it is going to aim at these uh, street shark gangs. Let the lady dance. I love every single bit of that. That's fantastic. Uh, yes, so that is also the head still has the crate with the two holes on it in the mech because that is a must. Um, yes, okay, so specialty and uh, that I think that's three dice. Sounds good, yeah. Uh, that is six, three, one. Okay, so that is a success. We're going to need a total of five for the six. So we'll call it the middle part instead of just being the musical part. It's the show must go on in one <laughs> way or the other. So your mech comes out and the, the first street shark, you get it in the claws or the the, the first one you, you take care of. And you're making an example of it. It was four, three, one. Uh, four, uh, sorry, six, three, one. Six, three, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think in its dying, you know, grasp that street shark does take a chomp. Hmm. Like it maybe bites through a little bit of metal, gets into some flesh. But the, the real problem is you had a weapon system going with this one, right? Yeah. Do you think maybe something with that is what caused the next person to have a negative to what's going to them? Well, if the shark bit me, probably knee-jerk reaction is to pull up boom, 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 boom. And uh, cause a little bit, oh, I think that building's coming down. Nice. So a couple explosives go off. Now a building is falling over into the, the, uh, into the crater. Fantastic. So who wants to take their turn with the building falling on top of them? Good luck. Oh, I guess, uh, I guess that's my turn. Oh, jeez. Oh, crap. Oh, jeez. It's the whole thing, too. That's just No, no, crap is dead. Crap is dead already. Oh, oh, well, you know what? If it makes you feel better, it's just half a building falling. Oh, okay, good. Peace of mind. Okay. Yeah. So we've got a building coming down and yep. uh, we got some little sharks and we got some uh, some people uh, who are watching the show. And okay. And we have that big old astral shark. Okay. Can we say, um, I think what I'm going to do uh, is uh, I'm going to, uh, let's see, who am I going to use? Uh, trotting on out. Uh, you guys are going to see. Uh, Chop silly. She's gonna pop on up. She's gonna say, Hi guys! How's it going? How's it hey? And uh when you look at her, uh she's got uh she's got beautiful hair. Except when you look really, really closely, you realize it's just a bunch of noodles. It's not actually hair. It's just noodles and noodles for days. We're talking like the best kinds of noodles you can possibly find. And so what she's gonna do is she's gonna wander around, kinda saunter, 
She's gonna let her noodle hair fly, and she's gonna try to lure all them little shark fellas all right underneath the spot where the where the building would be, so that they're right there when the building comes down. Uh, now she's kind of not not that smart because she's a goblin. Uh, so she's also gonna miscalculate and probably be under there as well. Uh, so she's like, hey, 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 little sharky, like my hair, like it, and uh, is gonna try to lure them. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that's like uh, well, that's my long luxurious mm-hmm. hair. Uh, that's like my, you know, like my my chop silly. Um, doesn't really do anything for dream uh, motivation. I don't think so. Uh, I got my my one chop. Uh, and me dying that doesn't affect me, right? That's for the next one, right? Okay, all right. So that's like two. Is that right? Let's do three. It's fine. okay. Here we go. Three dice. Here it goes. Oh, hey there. Hey there, Sharky. You like what you see? You like it? You like them Udon doodles? You like it? These are Udon right here. I got these. Got these when I was in Japan. They're noodles. Like them? Okay. <laughs> you got a success. And um, <laughs> apparently one of these three sharks does greatly like Udon noodles. <laughs> you like it, don't you? Okay. Yeah, there you go. It's nice yeah. and thick. Nice. It's good. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, this, it. yeah a little, little sauce in it, too. It's, at first, it's a nip. Mm-hmm. And then another nip. Yeah. yeah. And then it doesn't make sense how noodle hair can bleed, but it does, and the sharks go into a feeding frenzy. Oh, dear. Oh, I think it struck. Oh, jeez, I think it struck a nerve. Ow. Ow. <laughs> uh, that kind of hurts. Kind of hurts there, sharky boy. Oh, dear. Ah. And so, uh, I just want her to, like, just be like, Hey, hey, uh, you know, I don't just have noodles. I got other kinds. I got other, oh, shit. And then, then, then I want the building to fall on top of them. If that's all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just before they can complete eating her, they're all just fighting over the, and, like, the hair just about continues to stretch out at impossible lengths, and the sharks are all fighting over eating your weird fleshy noodle hair. Hey guys, and it's uh, just as you think you're going to get away, the building falls on you. Hey, guys, like ramen? Oh! And then it goes. <laughs> this, this is exactly how I planned this. <laughs> totally in your notes. <laughs> All right. So uh, that happened. The show must go on. Most of the sharks have kind of... We still need three more successes for the show must go on. Some of the sharks, the sharks are sati- uh, satiated, like eating on the hair. You still have a lot of people, like kind of on the edges. Like, I, I, I don't get it. Was this? Is that like? No, no. This is like, just like old hat. Like this is like classic, uh, you know, neo sharkism or something. Oh, totally, totally. But yeah, who wants to continue the show, as it were? It's like a weird silence as the building has fallen. Okay, so Ginger Gob is going to go out there. And so she is going to kind of use some of the kind of Spice Gob's sonic magic. Mm -hmm. So she is going to kind of do this strange kind of solo 
that is kind of off tone because everything else has been sort of like high energy, like dancing, Mm -hmm. you know, choreography stuff. Um, And so basically she is going to essentially try to sort of put everybody into a trance. And then when they come out the other side, they think that they just saw the most exciting thing that they've ever seen before. Okay. So I've got their microphone. That's kind of the signature item. Um, Using the sonic magic. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she's got a name. So that's the last one. There you go. Three. Oh, that's a five, a three, and a one. Okay. Well, that is another success. Uh, how do we think you hurt yourself doing this? Do you do? You, are you the sort of person that you're? Are you kind of trying to go out into the audience to try and bring them into their their funk? Or it's it's definitely one of those setups where you've got like the runway, like mm-hmm. half runway in the middle, and then kind of people on either side. Gotcha. So yeah, gotcha. walking up and down that. See, I, I, so clearly at that point, the runway has to like break loose. We have a lot of structural integrity problems right now. Um, of course, totally, because it was just it was just crates that were piled up, and mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them was like it wasn't set opposite; it was set exactly the same. And so then when she steps on it, it just sort of like flips aside, and she just goes crashing down onto it. Okay, so that that's her first wound, right? Like, so she's hurt but not dead. Yeah. But what uh, what came from that crash that puts the next person in a bad spot? Um. So that crash domino effect mm-hmm. all the way back. So sort of this whole like stage area and everything that's been set up mm-hmm. that seemed to be structurally sound is now just, you know, kind of like dominoes falling. is just all kind of all gone tumbling. Perfect. Gotcha. So what little stability we thought we had, it's all gone. Everything's crumbling. Exactly. Right. Who wants to jump into that? Uh, I will. Let's see. Because we're still trying to uh, keep everyone, like, occupied with this as we sneak in. Yeah. Right? Like, you get, this is still, we're still in, the, we've, we've got three out of five for the show must go on to keep enough of a show going that you can get okay. into the spire. Uh now that Singe and Plomp are dead, I'm going to bring in Froth. And Froth likes making uh, consumables and all sorts of tasty concoctions. They might not okay. be good for you, but he likes to do that. None the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he will start brewing some things up, some drinks and things, and uh, just going to start throwing it in any, like, he's going to be taking empty cups and bottles of just every random thing he can find on the street just to make kind of like a, a food vendor kind of cart and mm-hmm. uh start just handing drinks out to people this is and uh he'll have a i'll use Squirtle as well on tap to like assist in this and he'll be like rinsing the bottles out and stuff and giving them back to me clean and setting it up so that'll be one for Squirtle, one for alchemy one for froth and then one for the roll four right indeed Look at how about I have altered my body chemistry. I can venture forth. 
Do you see how I've cleaned your cups? My vomit Fantastic. is now a cleaning property. <laughs> I love it. it. Smells great. I'll put it down. I am minty fresh. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a bad roll. Wow. Wow. This is Ooh. minus one, too, right? So, so you, wow. you took... So when a one gets a negative and goes to a zero, that's two wounds. So you took six wounds worth of damage somehow as you're oh. trying. So you are so beyond dead. How does this go so incredibly wrong? Oh I gosh. feel like uh, he sits up the cart and then just gets trampled to death as people like trying to get drinks and stuff from him. And then some of them are breaking open and spilling into them and just like all sorts of horrible, horrible, horrible things. It's and then of course, you know, Squirtle will make sure that went terribly. It was a very foolish business plan. Don't worry. Nobody will ever know anything about this. <laughs> and your body just dissolves in this acidic cleaning solution. But it's so minty. So it smells great. Minty. It does smell great. All right. That I okay. So dead. Uh, that was my try. Oh man, that was a bad. It's a really unfortunate roll. It goes that way. You guys have had a lot of really, really lucky rolls. Sometimes it goes that way too. You just yeah, you just yeah. I'd be rolling pretty hot until. Later. But you have this huge clump of people that have all gathered around, and you just have people just grabbing random bottles and just trying to take swigs of them. And they've just completely stomped over your body. I think that leaves our for the show must go on. I thought I shot people at the very beginning, but yes. I think we've gone through everybody. I think we're on a second round. So after we've gone through, we don't have a set initiative. We can swap it up if we want, if everybody's gone. Um, all right, so really we need crowd control right now. That's true. They are going a little crazy. Hmm. Well, uh, Crate's not very good at this. Crate is more of a sneaking goblin. So Crate is going to get out of this. Oh, no. Uh, I cannot get out of this mech anymore. And the mech just like compresses into their chest and squishes them like a little orange in the center. Um, a little green orange. <laughs> <laughs> as uh coolant uh jumps off of the shoulder uh oh no uh kill it return to backpack form uh we need some to cool coolant needs to cool the crowds uh so coolant is going to spill coolant everywhere humans like that right that's not toxic to them Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kill it. Uh, <laughs> kill all will turn into a giant hose with coolant in it, uh, all of its mechanical fluids, and can spew everywhere. Amazing. That's exactly what needs to happen. Uh, so coolant, uh, and then we're using our special expertise, coolant fluids, <laughs> uh, our quirk, and uh, I guess our signature item. So that is four. Okay. Uh, oh, that is not great. Uh, so that is a four, a three, a three, and a one. Okay. 
So we're having some trouble with the show. <laughs> yeah. You could say that a little bit. What you got the second? You gave yourself the uh, the sacrifice dice too. Right? Oh, I forgot about the sacrifice dice. Uh, that's another four. Okay, so two fours, two threes, and a one. Okay, so the two fours and the two threes cancel each other out. You just take a wound. Oh, coolant drank too much of its own coolant. <laughs> I mean, it it is you know honestly, my my mom's vet like dogs love to drink it because it tastes kind of sweet. <laughs> so it might be that kind of like like, oh. uh, yeah. Oh. So uh, Coolin's cool, insides don't feel so good no more. <laughs> and you get a little distracted because you're full of coolant, but it tastes so good. All right. Show must go on. Okay, oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, we need to do something about these people and uh, mm-hmm. these sharks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I think it's time to bring in uh, the little guns. Here comes Chop Chop. I'll say Chop Chop. You don't, you don't see him first because he's so small, but you hear him. He's like a chopper. He's like coming in. And you look up and you see him. And it's this tiny little, like, toddler goblin. And he's got one of them little, those propeller hats on. It's nice and colorful. And he got this little mini chopper just going, wing, wing, round and round it goes. Uh, and then, uh, because uh, there's only Slap Chop's left, and Slap Chop's sitting there kind of pulling the big old chopper out of the... Trying to get it under, out from underneath the building where uh, Chop Silly was. And uh, as uh, Slap Chop pulls it out, uh, accidentally lets go. But up up in the sky is Chop Chop. So he grabs it out of the air. And they call him Chop Chop for a bunch of different reasons. Because they basically ran out of ideas. Uh, and then secondly, because he's got Chopper on his head and he's got Chopper in his hand. Uh, and so what he's going to do uh, is he's going to go, uh, uh, can we say there's like power lines or something? Of uh, course there are power lines, yes. And so Chop Chop Chop's going to go, Flying around, uh, he sees everything that's going on, and he's just gonna chop up some power lines, lots and lots of them, like heavy duty power that's lines. That's a good idea. And they're all gonna fall down and just mm-hmm. uh, electrocute all of them stupid motherfuckers on the ground. He's like, like that's make what's them do happen. the electric slide. There's <laughs> yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah, that's all he's gonna do. So it's like, hey, hey, how chop chop? Uh, and so, so it's chop two electric boogaloo. Chop two electric boogaloo. Ha <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. That's good. That's good. Ah, okay. So uh, he gets a he gets one for me in a chop shop. Mm-hmm. He's got his little hat. Uh, he's chopping the, the the stuff in half. So that's a chop, mm-hmm. right? Yep, totally. Uh, he's using a signature item. Uh, so that's yep. like four, right? I think that's four. Is yes. that right? That's how okay. math works. I agree. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't really understand math. Doesn't really make any sense. I really just know two things: uh, this half and that half. But hey, mm-hmm. apparently mm-hmm. there's other numbers. Uh, here we go. Oh, no way it goes. Oh, okay. 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 We're okay. I got a success. Uh, I got uh, four to three cancel, but I also got a three. So, uh, yeah. I think I, uh, I think I might have gotten someone, uh, one of our allies, uh, might have got tangled up in one of their power lines. And the thing is, like, the way that you're going about it, like, there's live wires now just all over the place. Now, you mentioned, like, between your, like, little propeller hat isn't, like, a very, like, precision form of flights. You've just, you've you've got power lines on the ground everywhere. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, 
The fact that I'm flying to begin with, that's pretty impressive. It is. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. But anyhow, I got one success. So there we that's go. That's amazing. I got, we, I got one. There you go. We just need one more and we're good. Okay. Well, someone you else uh, keep burning these motherfuckers and now we're going to be fine. Okay. okay. So I'm going to say that um, Ginger was trying to like kind of crawl her way finally back out from under all of the crates that were the stage that sort of got all um you know kind of discombobulated or whatever and she's like just finally made it out <laughs> and here mm-hmm. comes this like swinging electrical cord and <laughs> <laughs> there goes ginger nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly but man it uh, really it puts on this great show like she heard it does the cartoonish thing where you can see her skeleton. It doesn't make any <laughs> yes. sense why. So then you've got Porsche that comes out from the the backstage area. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to go back to our, our roots as our uh, goblin power messages of uh, goblin success. And it's it's the whole nine yards. It's the lighting. It's the the goblin flag made into outfits, and you know all of the things mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. everyone would be duly impressed with. Yes. Microphone in hand. Uh, let's see what we've got. I'm just going to say to everyone: you all are the top of the top. You all are the best. Spice Girls lyrics for the win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, five of five and a two. Okay. Perfect. That gets us out of this. And of course, people love it when you tell them that they're awesome. So we're going to carry over the extra success into the next one. Yay. But you did get her. Do you get too close to your sister who's electrified? Or how, how do you think you hurt yourself? <laughs> it's it's sort of that like they're choreographed and they're just used to doing things. And so it's just sort of the inadvertence, like we're all going to grab hands at this point. And then mm-hmm. it's just sort of like reaching out to grab the hand. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So now we come into the part three. Of this part, this is where we need to do some sneaky shit and actually get into the spire. But uh, we do have a small problem that arises as uh, we we had some local patrols come up, but now the heavy hitters are arriving as our, our final bit of chaos in this chapter arrives. You have not like just the ground police, but you actually have like flying. Like, think like a cross between a gladiator's chariot with kind of like a ski with a bunch of like magic runes on it to have it flying around as the paladins, as they are called, like kind of the more elite police force that roam around as a flying group, as paladins are now flying onto the scene on their flying chariots. <laughs> I'm just picturing the chariot, but like on the side is that big old like CD logo. <laughs> oh, that, I, I pictured it differently. I pictured like 
One half was a chariot, and then the other half was a sea dew. Like split right down the middle. Is it the back end of the sea dew that you stand on? No, it was like side to side. That is kind of what I was thinking, though. Like they're standing on the rear part, sort of like a sea dew, but with that weird chariot thing in front. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. And like you basically see them, like they they're kind of surrounding the area. You you hear you know you've got the microphone sort of things like everybody clear away from the area, move away. And you have one that kind of steps forward that has like the more regal uniform, uh, like these ridiculously sized pauldrons, takes off the helmet, and you've got the hair that just suddenly as soon as the helmet is off, poofs up nearly a foot and a half tall. His teeth. His chin is jetted out way too far, almost like Mick Jagger style. And the teeth are just so huge. And you know that this is the seventh son of the High Matron, Chetney. Everybody, move away. You have ruined this event of my sister's coronation. My mummy set up this holy dynasty. How dare you ruin it? Step away, you filthy creatures! Out! Out now! Go! <laughs> With this emblazon... For as ridiculous as he sounds, he does have freaking power armor on. There's a couple of his people behind him that actually have, like, full-on, like, exosuits on them. But the and yes, heavier... Chad. Pompadour hairstyle. Yes. Complete pompadour hairstyle. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that hair. That's uh, that's very nice. I I prefer the way mine flowing. Uh, but uh, you you got some nice hair there. I like the cut of your hair. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing to do. I just want to say I like his hair. That's it. So he's not immediately like watching all of you. He seems to be more full of himself, kind of making a pose. But you do have the paladins now surrounding the perimeter of the spire. Making it slightly more difficult to sneak in. Now, are, do the paladins also have these like power suit things on? There's kind of a mishmash. Some you you kind of have a mishmash of some of them look to be more mobile, like like with their aerial, you know, gladiator skidoos, oh. and some of them are more like your heavy, you know, exosuit guys. Coolant needs to refill kill all's fluids as uh, they've spewed them all over the ground. And, this is uh, it, this is the difference between like your street cops and then like the higher ups, like private security force. I see private security force with a lot of mech's juices that I could squeeze out. Oh, I like that plan. I would I would like to uh, turn the kill all into a backpack jerry can and start hyphening some of that. Cool, cool liquids yes. out of there. Okay, I incredibly support this. That's a great idea. <laughs> Let's. Uh, their mechs might not work after this, but it'll be great for kill all. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um. So I think that is. Oh, wait, sorry, one second. Down you go, Max. That is about three dice to do that. Okay. Uh. Four, one, and a six. Okay. Six, so four, get, one. You get a success. You do suck off some coolant that's going to hamper its effect. Okay. Yes. 
but don't give me that face. <laughs> yes, you sucked off some coolant. I'm going to double down on it. Don't shame me. I'll say sucked off a third time. I don't care. You did. I think one of them was a one, right? Uh, there was a one. Yes. Yeah, so I sucked yeah. a bit too much into myself again. <laughs> that stuff was not meant for your internal organs. It really, no. it's really not good for you. Oh, I think coolant is about to uh, kick it. Yeah, but the good news is you have this amazing energy supply and one of their big heavy exomech suits that should have been a major deterrent is very sluggish now. So the next person to go, if you can point that out to them, they're going to get a plus one to all their rolls because, oh, there's a there's a weak link in the defenses here. <laughs> uh, you just see like quite a bit of spurting coming out of the back end of uh, one of the mechs. <laughs> what, Jeff? What? I'm not thinking about the butt. You're thinking about the I butt. I just uh, really like the phrasing that's going on here. Yeah, me too. I really enjoy when they spurt out the back end. <laughs> me oh, too. My. Setting that up just for you. Uh, I will go next, though, if that's all right. I don't no want to run into a ding in the dark. Oh, my. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> I will go if, if no one else has an idea. Uh, yeah. Slash so as, as fluids are spurting at the back, oh, yeah. hop on in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing Slap Chop likes more than just getting on up in there, you know? And splitting that back end in half. Like, that's what he's looking to do here, because he chops things in half. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he's going to go after that Pompadour guy, right? And mm -hmm. uh, what I neglected to tell you about Slap Chop is he has a very large, like comically large hand. Like it's just really, really big. Like remember okay. Final Fantasy VII, how big Cloud's sword was? Well, it's like yes. twice that size. And so he's just sort of dragging this giant hand around. And so he's gonna, he's gonna slap the old, uh, the old paladin right there in the face. Uh, Cause it's the best place to slap him, which then is gonna get him spinning and is gonna leave his backside open. So he can chop on down and split that power armor in half because that's the best way to handle power armor. This get... is this is true. It is known. Yeah. It is known. So, uh, so I got one for me. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, you can't only eat one. No, like, that's not the right thing. I don't know. Never mind. Okay. So I got myself. I got uh, my expertise uh, chopping things. Uh, we got my big old hand because I'm a slapper. Uh, and my dream is uh, to chop things in half. So, uh, I think, so I think it's, is that four? Do you get one mm -hmm. just for being yourself or do you get one if you're you do. using your special you, You've thing? got a name, so that's the thing you can tag. So what's the max you can get? You could get crazy high. If you can tag everything, you could probably get up to like six or All right, so seven. I've got, let me go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm slap. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm an expert in chopping things. My quirk. I'm chopping things in half. I got yeah. a really big hand uh, that I'm mm -hmm. slapping them with. Uh, my dream is to, is to chop things in half, uh, yep. and I'm using my big old meat cleaver to, to chop him in half on yep. the backside. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's five. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, here we go. This one's... This one's for, for old pork and lamb. 
And uh, the other one? Stewie. Oh, that's that's a terrible roll. <laughs> that's, that's They'll a, get plus that's, one, though. Oh, oh, that's a, not as terrible as I thought. Uh, that's two fives, uh, two fours, and two. Okay. Oh, so that gets you a couple successes. You chop through his armor and a good bit of his posterior. I say, that's unspotting. Stop it. What? Step away, you filthy cretin. What? Don't you appreciate everything we've done for you? What's wrong with you? A lot of things. Just like so many things. Like it's a full list. You're leaking. Ah, oh, it's in my eyes. Ah, oh, it's in my eyes. I can't see. I'm blind. Ah. And so he's going to take some of whatever's leaking out of it. So we'll say that's his injury. He His, his eyes get blinded by whatever's nice. coming out. Ah, so, ah, ah. Chetney will like kind of like slip out of his like exo armor and just kind of step out. And he, he still has like a, what is in this day and age an archaic looking weapon where it looks like just a generic two handed sword with a giant cross hilt on it. Okay, that's enough. Everybody, go home. I'm done playing these games. But, uh, so I think the next person gets a bonus, right? Yeah. Because you've so, embarrassed him properly. I don't think I've gone this round yet. No, you have so not. Alright. Uh, so we're just trying to deal with all these police guys, paladins. Yep. So you've got... Four out of five successes for sneaking in. All right. Um, is he like hovering up in the air? Is he on the ground? Like, where is he at? This, uh, I, I think at this guy. point, um, maybe he stayed on his chariotu, whatever you want to call it. But he threw the the. Uh, exosuit aside so it's now just him his sword and his little flying chariot thing okay um I wanna whip something up and throw it up at him uh I'm gonna use fizz and fizz is good at making like acidic type of corrosive things with his uh his alchemy so he's gonna start scrambling some things together pull a whole bunch of just random components out of pouches and things that he's got and Rips some spices open, throws them in, and shakes it, and lobs one over at this guy. Um, so that'll be one for rolling, one for fizz, one for alchemy, uh, and then one, or I don't get an additional die, but they all are up by one from mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. from the bonus. Okay, cool. So that'll be three. Uh, two sixes and a four, so yeah, that's two there. sevens and a five. So, and we're coming up on ten forty-eight. So here, here's what I propose. Like, this is incredibly impressive. Like, it, this is the sort of thing that somehow creates such a huge demonstration that people will remember it for a generation to come. What what happened that was so impressive? Like, you've got. You've got the head of the paladins right out there, this private security <laughs> force. But then... 
Um, so I think I throw this like corrosive thing onto him. He's on his little like speeder thingy mm-hmm. and it just starts melting through him. He screams hardly and then it melts into the speeder, which messes with its controls and it just takes off and goes into the sky and then just explodes. Oh God, why? Mummy! <laughs> Mummy! Help! <laughs> Mummy! <laughs> It was perfect. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, so you All guys right. have you've put on a huge show. We we've cut several things in half. This is definitely something that's remembered. Like you put the spire's private security to shame. We never really had a super clear end goal, but that's that's just not how goblins roll. You're not known for your like intricate planning, so to speak. So I think what happens here is like you've taken out the paladins, you've taken out the high matron's seventh son, and you've got a brief opening into the spire, this place that has access to dimensional portals and all sorts of other crazy nonsense. And each and every one of you may have your own designs on what you would want to do with that. You've got a brief moment to get in there and do almost anything. So I feel like this is a good time for sort of like an epilogue for everybody to say like what, what they feel like they would really, really want to do in it. We made Jeff go last on the introductions. So let's flip it around. Let's let the chops say what they would want to do with this access to the spire, almost infinite technology, transportation, transportational ability, Sky's the limit. What do you want to be your epilogue for the chop? Okay, so, uh, so Chop Chop in his tiny little propeller hat is leading Slap Chop, who can't see anymore because his eyes uh, got burnt by butt grease, and uh, he's dragging his giant hand behind him. Uh, and uh, Chop Chop's just flying around, flying around, and he wants to find one of these interdimensional portals because uh, they sound really fun, right? You can like, mm-hmm. you step in, you can go somewhere else, and that's great. And, uh, you know, uh, the Chop family has chopped a lot of things in their lives. You know, people, uh, other goblins themselves, uh, buildings, you know, statues, uh, eggplants, uh, dangler fish, you know, lots of things. But no one in the Chop family has ever chopped an interdimensional portal. And so, that's what they do. They reach back with the chopper, and they take a look at this portal, and they're like, hey! Hey, I'm gonna chop you. And they run up while they fly. And then they, he lights down and he chops through the portal. And uh, if you want, his magical sword could be there for you. Oh, my. It's a little, little baby chop chop. Got the big chopper in one hand, he's got the magic sword in the other. He's just spinning around. His, his hat is actually still, but it's his body that's spinning now. And he chops the, uh, with the magical sword. And with a chopper, uh, dual wielding, uh, the dimensional portal in half. And, That's uh, amazing. Yeah. Chop, chop. So we're going to hop to everybody else's little epilogue because as you do that, there's this weird, like, interdimensional singularity that starts to happen where you chop that portal where things are all just kind of starting to get absorbed in black hole style. So that may inform what other people want to do, because you did successfully chop 
a black hole. And you kind of get that thing like if you chop anything, eventually will you ever reach nothing? That old argument of like, can you can can you go to infinity of going by half, or eventually just can you chop something so small it becomes nothing? Well, that sounds and like you, nonsense. You can always chop something in half. Yeah, <laughs> it does. But the, but the interdimensional time space continuum seems to be perplexed by that, and there's this countdown to some sort of horrible event that's going to happen from you chopping that portal. Ah, or great, who knows? Nuts. It's fine. <laughs> It's awesome, though. <laughs> you did this. Nobody else has ever chopped a portal. That's true. Okay. So, you know, spice gobs. Yeah, sure. The time-space continuum is kind of imploding. No big whoop. But... Well, so the, 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 the spice gobs have no idea this is happening because they mm -hmm. have snuck into the reception. And so they are in this amazing wedding reception and they talk the performers into letting them have a set so the spice gobs that are left which are scary sporty and uh posh with a little bit of an injury mm -hmm. um gets to play at the at this like royal fancy wedding and so they think that this is going to be their like break out that they're going to like do this performance and it's going to be this like wonderful thing for them and everyone like thinks that they're great and and they think that this is the start of wonderful wonderful things excellent and with that weird like imploding business going on your stage isn't just for this world or the next world it's interplanar the spice gobs become an interdimensional phenomenon now, for some people, they legitimately love them. Some of them just, like, take clips of it and kind of, like, laugh. But, you know, it's still views are views, and that's what's important. And you get all the views. Fame is fame. Fame and is fame. you know, she's the best, yes? Yes, absolutely the best. Uh, meanwhile, uh Slapchop is trying to make his giant fist bundle together to plug that gape. He just can't. But we'll go back to Burble. As you, you, you're trying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, now that we're in the spire, there's all sorts of new ingredients and things. And oh. I don't think anyone's ever tried to put a uh, portal inside of a potion. And I think that'd be like one of the first things they do is he just grabs like uh, I'm Fizz still, so Fizz is like gonna have one of his like little potions open, just run into the portal. It's probably not gonna work at all, but it's just gonna send him somewhere else, so that's where he's gonna wind up. And... Don't put the portal in the bottle. Let me eat the portal. Have your friend use his giant meaty hand and push the portal into my mouth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and uh, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll bring Squirtle over. <laughs> Eat yes. the singularity. Feed me the infinities of your reality. Give it to me. Nothing bad will happen. Nothing bad will happen. As Squirtle is now swallowing this imploding black hole that gives him access to the entire realm of all reality. It's all good. Yeah. And then, you know... 
We'll go over to the buzz. Boom Battle Bots Baby Burger Busy Bob? Yes. Ah, well, Core is the last member that is left. So Core runs in, finds the biggest portal machine there is, and with Kill All on their back, they rip out the core. Core rips out the core of this machine, the H. Uh, 34T and and shoves this giant power supply into Kill All to make it the best, biggest mech ever. Nice. Does it become the defender of the universe? World destroyer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what does your super ultra gobo mech look like? Uh, so it, um, you hear. You see it kind of starts to to enlarge and enlarge and become a rather large mech. And uh, it looks like maybe one arm is a train and the other arm turns into a, a truck. And my God, I really wish I remembered more of the 90s Power Ranger mech, mm -hmm. but I cannot remember for the life of me. But you get the idea. Nice. So there's now a giant mech. Filling up most of the horizon on one side. Yeah. Squirtle. Queen Barrel never saw it coming. I'm sorry, Bobo Clan. You've treated me well, and I remember that in the generations to come. I must go and make use of this intergalactic knowledge I have now. The dark time's coming, and you will be at my side. Fantastic. And they're all just going to like salute and wave him off. He just disappears. And now the city of Unity is ruled by goblins with the mech and internationally famous superstars and just the most adorable little goblin with a beanie with a chopper on it. <laughs> and a clan of goblins that know a frog that has gone too far. This was exactly as I planned it. I thank everybody yeah. for joining me in this. This was just, just a great amount of fun. And uh, thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> it was great. It was fun. I appreciate fun. it. Thank you all. Yes. Thank you for running it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, yeah. man. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll let you guys do your things. Everybody wants to say the words and the things. I mean, we just do plugs. Uh, we could start with with you, Jeremy. You, you got you got a plug. Tell us about the Patreon, man. That's true. <laughs> Aaron Reese, Patreon, comics, tokens, maps, things, cool stuff. Go. Perfect. Uh, Joe, you want to speak to DOK? What you guys got going on? Yeah. Uh, I don't know our schedule very well, but tomorrow uh, I'm running my Anvia campaign. <laughs> and I can't remember what else is happening. Next Wednesday, the I think, thing. is, uh, was it the night below? You guys are doing DCC, is it the night below? Is that what it is? I'm Jeremy? not into everything like Chuck is. So. I think it's a DCC. It's game. true. That is what we're doing on Wednesdays. Yeah. Okay. We're super classy. Yeah. And then and is Tuesdays this a Saturday Thursday, night thing? Uh, Saturday night thing is not streamed. That's uh, that's released later on Grim and Perilous. Um Right. Also, Tuesday, Thursdays, I think they got the Pathfinder, their Pathfinder. Speaking of goblins, uh, Oops All Goblins, I think, releases Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. On YouTube. 
Uh, and then for us, uh, what do we got next? Tomorrow night, we are back. Uh, Aaron will be back. Uh, we're playing some Conan uh, as we're we are we are in. Wow, we're, we're pretty we're pretty fucked. Uh, that's pretty much all there is to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Saturday, pretty yeah, pretty much. Uh, Saturday, we're doing Wondering uh, Second Edition, continuing our uh, Waking Wingmar campaign and getting very close to the end. I think we're down to maybe seven, six, five episodes left. Uh, and yeah, I know it's all, it's just winning. I have episodes that happen during the week in my head. So I just count them down and I just, you know, there we go. Uh, Monday, not sure yet. Uh, we've been doing a couple of randos for the last couple of weeks. Uh, but, uh, we will be starting up on the 18th. Uh, we're going to be starting up some monster of the week. Uh, so we're going back to our alternating Mondays where we play different kind of two different games. Uh, monster of the week will be one of them. Uh, you can see uh, Jeremy and Melissa in that one. And then uh, on the 25th, we start up our other one, which is going to be a game called Fried Empire, uh, which is like a, a space opera, Mass Effect kind of style of game. Joe's going to hop into that one as well. Uh, yep. Tuesday next week, we got a special game as Aaron's going to be running. Uh, do you remember what it was, Kipser? Do you remember the name of it? Yeah. I remember the name. Uh, we are. Oh God! Uh, I know Aaron, it's Ninja Turtles, basically, right? Isn't that kind yeah, of what it's it is? teenage, uh, teenage dirtbag something? Yeah, uh, it's a one. That it's thing. a one shot. So we're doing a one shot because we will later in the later this month we're going to be doing a pirate bork one shot on Talk Like a Pirate mm -hmm. Day, and mm -hmm. then after that, the week after that, uh, Stephen will jump back in the GMC. And we're going to be starting to play Marvel. Oh, you have it right there. Ooh. Okay, perfect. I was busy doing this instead of looking up Aaron's game. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 20 seconds to every story. Yes. Thank you for the raid. Uh, we are just finishing up. You missed a absolutely weird game of Goblin Quest. Actually, I think it's a normal game of Goblin Quest. I think that's pretty much yeah. how all the games I go. I still remember that one time we played Goblin Quest where Dan and I went went up we went up the we went up the butt of a uh, of a of a Godzilla or something like that. Remember, it was or Cthulhu? You, no, Cthulhu. You it was Cthulhu. Yeah, you had a goblin with a giant nose that flew up the rear end <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of Cthulhu <laughs> and argued somehow that you should be allowed to use that to pilot him. Yes, and and <laughs> I can't remember who was who was top and bottom, but I remember that Dan controlled the top. Dan controlled one of them, top or bottom, and I controlled the other. And so together, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we uh, we piloted Cthulhu kaiju kaiju style. Uh, let's see what else we got going. And then next Thursday we'll be back to die. Uh, we are off this week because as you can see, a couple of our, our, our friends are missing. So we'll be back next week, uh, to more die. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's everything, right? Follow the channel. If you haven't followed the channel, that'd be great. If you could, uh, thank you to lost caravan RPG and 20 sized every story for the raid. Uh, if you haven't followed them, please go follow them as well. Uh, Speaking of raids, it would be it would be rude of me not to continue the raid train. So uh, let me uh, let me remember uh, that I probably should have had this ready to go. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking. We had a lot going on. We had a couple of mm -hmm. raids. We had a raid at the end. Mm -hmm. We've got mm -hmm. a different uh, cast tonight. So we're figuring out who's doing what shout out because it's not necessarily the usual way we do things. And we're making it work. We are Let's making it work. Let's do uh, let's do some Happy Jacks RPG. How about that? We raid them sometimes. Let's look at that. All right. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Jeremy. Sorry. That's <laughs> 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 <was> great. <laughs>
Thank you.